Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Curiosity. Today is a solo episode with yours truly, and we have some spicy questions today. So I'm just going to go down like a roll call for all these questions and let you know kind of what you're in for in this episode. Here are the questions. Were you intimate with anyone before your marriage with Adam? Did you tell your family you were changing your mind on your religion? Have you ever thought you liked girls? Do you ever wish you had a crazy season before marrying Adam? What's a big life dream you have that's non-negotiable? What food did you miss the most when you were vegan? What's your relationship like with your sister? And do you believe in past lives and why? So it's quite a doozy. But it's going to be a good one. So let's dive in. Actually, before we dive in, I do need to tell you about what I'm drinking. No, it's not coffee, but it is matcha and not just any matcha. It's Blossoms matcha. And you've heard we've talked about them before. And now we have Curious Cuties also drinking Blossom with us, which I love. And so let me back up. If you are an avid coffee drinker and you just chugged your morning coffee and you know the jitters are on their way and will be in full effect by the end of this episode, it's time to make that switch. Whether it's matcha, whether it's chai, Blossom oat milk lattes are a delicious way to get the energy and focus that you want from your coffee without the jitters and the crash. It's perfect for you, but it's also a perfect gift for Christmas. Add it to your wish list or get it for somebody you love. Get 20% off your latte mix at drinkblossom.com with the code CURIOCITY. That's drinkblossom.com with the code CURIOCITY for 20% off. Okay, so um, there's really no right or wrong way to dive into these very intense questions. So I'm just going to start from the first ones I picked and go from there. Were you intimate with anyone before your marriage with Adam? So I never had intercourse sex with anyone except for Adam. Um, I did other things. I did hand stuff, mouth stuff (laughs) um, with other guys. Not often. They were like a kind of one-offs with each of my boyfriends. They it, they didn't happen that often. Um, some more than others. Um, I would consider that intimate. But I don't know. I mean, some people consider being intimate means like penetration, intercourse. And no, I didn't have any of that before Adam. Ooh, kind of vanilla there. But that's part of what like we made us like reconsider what sex is too. As I talked about, I think in the, one of the episodes recently, I think my last solo, we talked about um, how when we first had sex and first got married, like we had a difficult time with it. So we did the stuff that I did with like other boyfriends, plus a little more <laughs> and um, at least more often. And it made us consider like, what is sex and how do you define sex? And so, According to me, I would say like I've done I've been sexual with other people. I've I've had sex things with people, but I just never had intercourse before with Adam. So anyway, 
There we go. Hard hitter right at the beginning. Love that. Um, thank you for asking that question. Okay, next. Um, did you tell your family you were changing your mind on re your religion? This is a fun question. Um, no, I think that was um, part of my personality. I, when something's like a, going to be a drastic change, um, I, for some reason, don't like to tell anybody anything, um, because I don't want to get the opinions of everyone as I'm trying to remain confident in my choices. And if I get opinions from people, I won't be as confident. And so, um, whether it's like a really drastic hair change or whether it's a really drastic change, like what I believe in or what I like follow as my religion. Um, no, I did not tell them. I did not really warn them. Uh, I do think there were signs that I was going through changes and I was questioning things. Um, but no, I did not like keep them in the loop. Um, I did not have discussions with them as I was like kind of deconstructing my faith, if you will. Um, they found out a lot of the times with the things that I would share or post online or through the beginning of this podcast, which by the way, if you're new here, um, hello, welcome. Um, the first several seasons are a lot to do with, um, Adam and I questioning, asking questions about our religious faith that we are raised in. Um, and as we've evolved, we ask, we're, we're curious about more than just that. And so hence the rebrand of the podcast to now Curiosity, um, because curiosity has been the thing that has been a through line. But to go back to your question, no, I did not. And I do think that was, um, you know, my parents' opinion of me has like always mattered the most. My family's opinion of me has always mattered to me the most out of anyone. Um, I really don't give a shit about what anybody, anybody thinks of me. I never have. Um, the world can think I'm the worst person in the world or they can think I'm the best. Like, yes, like I, I might feel something <laughs> if everyone hates me, but like also at the end of the day, if like my core people, you know, think well of me, I'm, a, I'm good. Um, and I think by keeping my distance with my parents and my family, when I was going through such huge changes, it allowed me to, um, I don't know, it, it, it allowed me to fully experience everything I was going through without holding back because anytime you know, I'd even be scared to post certain things or ask certain questions on a public forum of any kind. And for fear of like my parents even seeing there was a time I had my parents, you know, blocked or muted, not blocked. No. Yeah. Blocked <laughs> um, from like seeing my stories as I was like, you know, sharing a lot more during a time. And like, I just didn't want, like, I didn't want that in the back of my mind. So yes, it was like the most scary part of it, I think. Um, which is probably why I kept that distance. And do I recommend it? I mean, I think when you're going through big changes, you do have to do whatever you need to do to honor your journey and to take care of yourself. 
especially your mental health in a time when it's it's so um like identity shifting you know what I mean so yeah I love that question though because I got I in a long time ago a couple years ago I was asked all the time how I dealt with the family side of it and like we'll say it's the hardest that was the hardest part um and obviously they saw all this stuff and like everybody knows now and they're well aware of who I am and a lot of my thoughts um I think maybe my brother's kind of turn a blind eye in a way because they don't really want to know I don't know um but we're all pretty respectful of each other's at least my siblings and I are all pretty respectful of each other's difference of opinions because boy do we um we just when it comes to our family we at this point just want to um embrace the short time we have together anytime we do see each other so um anyway yeah Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, have you ever thought you liked girls? So, growing up, I I don't think I... It's like I, I never actually had a crush on any girl. I never was, like, into any girl. I didn't, I didn't have that. Um, but I did have the thought cross my mind... When I was, you know, a young teenager because of of two things. One, I was actually and am really, really picky about who I find attractive. And I do think I am mostly, um, what's it called? That's what Adam is. Is it? I don't remember. Anyway, it's the, it's the sexuality that is like you... You are attracted to somebody based off of like personality. Like you can't form a sexual attraction to somebody without like a mental, emotional kind of connection. And so I think I, I've kind of fall along those lines when it comes to who I'm like genuinely attracted to. I also, yeah, because I don't, I don't really become attracted to somebody unless I'm like kind of falling in love with them. <laughs> so it's kind of goes hand in hand. So um, because of that and being someone who was attracted to boys, but rarely was ever attracted to any boy. It was like one boy a year and I wasn't just attracted to them. Attracted to them. I like really had a crush on them and like wanted to be with them. And it was like, yeah. So because it was like very seldom that I would ever have a crush, like I don't, I'd never had, I didn't have a lot of boy crushes. I had like a couple celebrity crushes here and there growing up, but it was like kind of hard fought. Like I had to like watch a lot of things like for instance, Aaron Carter and um, Jesse McCarty and things like that. I had to like specifically Aaron Carter. That was like the first one. I had to watch like all the things he was in and like see every interview I possibly could to like, to, um, like feel like I was getting to know him. And so therefore I felt like in love with him. I had a crush on him and then I was like, he's really attractive. So anyway, that being said, <laughs> all that being said, because my crushes were far and few between and I liked boys, the thought did cross my mind. I'm like, Oh, do I like girls or do I like anybody else besides boys? Because all the girls around me had like, like 
such big crushes. Like even my younger sister, like she, she, like a boy would walk by and she would like have a crush on him and like think he was so cute. And that did not happen for me. I'm not like that. And, um, so all, you know, the girls in school too, like girls, my age, like would have crushes on boys. Like a guy would just be around them and they were, or they would just like meet somebody and be like, Oh my God, he's so cute. And I'd be like, sure. Like, okay. Like I just didn't have an opinion. So, um, because of that, I like got self-conscious about like, am I, am I not attracted to boys? I think that was more of the question. I was like, why am I not attracted to them? Like all these other girls are just like, think that boys, so many different boys are cute. So I was like, I didn't know what I was like, if something was like different about me because of that. But that being said, like I mentioned, I never liked girls. Like I, I never did have like a crush on a girl or anything. So no, I did not. I think as I've aged and I've talked about how I believe it's like sexuality is fluid. Um, I, I do not find like, I don't, I'm not like generally attracted to girls. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not into girls. However, I do have one-offs. Okay. So again, back to the, like, I kind of have to fall in love with somebody to be attracted to them. And then I'm like, yeah, I think I could be attracted to anybody if I fell in love with them. And I think it just like, I don't know what would garner that falling in love, except for this one example, which I'll tell you that is Amber Bain from the Japanese house. I really loved, you know, her music and she's like super vibey. She's a lesbian and she's like really confident in herself and she's like kind of androgynous, which is a thing for me. And I, yeah, I just really liked her stuff. And then I went to a concert and I was like front row. She came to the, to Nashville to basement East and She's, if you've ever seen her play, like she is, she exudes like this, like confident, like sexual sexuality. Like, I don't know. And she flirts with her audience. I, I mean, now I've seen her a second time and I realize she's flirts. She's kind of like got that flirty energy. But the first time I ever saw her, I was like, I felt like it was, spe- I felt like it was special to me because I was front row. So I didn't see anybody else around me. It was just like me and her. And anytime she looked at me, I was like, oh my God. Like, so I kind of like got a crush in that way. And I was like, I don't know. I like kind of fell in love a little bit. Not, not like fully, but you know what I mean? Like full on crush. And so because of that, I'm like, yeah, okay. I could like a girl, like a one-off kind of situation. Um, but to be honest, I think that's like true for everyone. Most people at least. And yeah, so she, I would say she's my only like actual crush, but every once in a while I'll come across like a girl like on TikTok or something that is very androgynous. Um, and I'm like into it, but base, but I think my main thing is I like andro- like androgynous boys, like men. Um, and so that like crossover, it's funny. I just like saw, um, well, it doesn't really matter, but I just saw these pictures of like two androgynous people next to each other. Once a woman and once a man. And I was like, yeah, like that would be my type. So, um, that was a really long winded answer of what was it? Have you ever thought you liked girls? So, the answer is no. If I really got a crush on somebody, that could be a time I liked one. But 
it's not often and but I'm not that closed off to those feelings except for the fact that I'm married and monogamous um so yeah all right next question okay this kind of goes along with it do you ever wish you had a crazy season before marrying Adam quote-unquote crazy season I think what so when I think about the, the season I was in before marrying Adam it's like who I was then I wouldn't have had a crazy season um even if I had like wanted to like you know what I mean I just wouldn't have been that person um so that version of me wouldn't have so it all worked out but I do think like now in a way I definitely don't regret I'm like I've talked about it before but I'm like really happy to just like have only had intercourse with Adam like there's just so many um I don't know like the the scary parts the the more yeah the scary parts of like having sex with like other people multiple people it's like you you run the risk of one getting pregnant and two STDs and so I think because I never had that season there's still a part of me that's like oh that's a little scary like I never fully experienced it and I I never I've never had to take like um precaution I've never had to be like worried about it like if Adam and I like got pregnant and be like oh well like okay well we'd be fine with it happy it's like fine we're avoiding it right now but like you know what I mean like it's okay whereas like if I was like sleeping with people before like I'd be definitely more nervous consistently because I've never gone through that season so um I I think the I think the most straightforward answer is no I don't wish I had a crazy season um I do think I but like part of me does <laughs> I guess um because I I part of me does wish like I had had the experience and if I could have just like set it up to be perfectly um safe and like non-complicated which it ne it's never non it's pretty much never non-complicated to like be intimate with people but like if I could have made it like non-complicated, safe, healthy, all of that. Yeah, I would have liked to explore different things with different bodies and people and yeah, probably girls too. And um, yeah, just like more like I wish I had more experiences, um, but it's not like a regret type of thing where I'm not like it doesn't it doesn't haunt me, if that makes sense. It's just like, sure, that could have been nice, but I'm happy now, so. It is what it is. If I'm really that curious, you know. Oh, I just realized I never told told the second reason why I thought I would could be into girls, by the way. Um, so I'll answer that now. The second reason is because when I would look at porn, I don't like like guys being involved. So I pretty much for the most part. So I pretty much like girls. And that's a very common thing for a lot of girls um is that do you just like girl and girl thing it just like is usually so like less violent and focus more on pleasure and I'm into that um 
so anyway that was the second reason why i was like oh my god well maybe i'm into girls and that does like that does kind of confuse you for sure um but anyway so that that answered that was the second part of that that question um but having a crazy season no i don't wish i had but i probably would have like if i could create this like gap in time yeah i'd probably like just hook up with a bunch of different type of people but now i can just you know i'll get different dildos and (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know um but for now all right so next question okay so now we're 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 getting a little we're leaving we're leaving the crazy sex conversations for the most part okay what's a big life dream you have that's non-negotiable my gosh I actually that's I'm I have a couple things that ran through my mind and I'll just it's is it okay if I say a few (laughs) um okay I'll say the first one that came to my mind was I want to work to a point in my life creating a brand and a company and expanding like this podcast into the point where I am working alongside somebody where or they're like working for me like I want to I want to hire somebody I want to have somebody working for me I want to eventually one day like like even the first step would be great to work with somebody who is like we both kind of mutually benefit but then one day down the road I would love to actually like be paying somebody um like truly a hired employee uh that is that is a big 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 dream of mine um always has been since I was a little girl and um yeah so I think that probably will be the the first one because it just like came across my mind um yeah so maybe we'll maybe we'll just go with that one I do have several but let's go with that for now then maybe we can go more into like others in like a different episode um but I'd be so curious to hear that from like you guys too. Like what was the question? What's a big life dream you have that's non-negotiable? Um, I would also really like to have like product, like to sell a thing that people can hold in their hands. So that could be so many different things. And I'm dreaming up some things, but that's also something that I would super, super love. Okay. All right. Next what food did you miss the most when you were vegan? Um, I think chicken. I think there were random times we were getting brunch and I'd be really hungry and like all I'd be eating is like potatoes um, and I would see everybody, everybody with like like an egg, like a beautiful fried egg or like poached egg or something. And I'm like, that looks so good. And now like fast forward and we ate eggs so much when we first started eating them. And now I'm like kind of over eggs. Um, which is how I was before I went vegan. Um, and I think like turkey at Thanksgiving. So yeah, honestly, chicken. I think I'd smell it and I would be like, I want that so bad. Poultry, I guess. Chicken and turkey. Um, fish also was like really, I really craved it. I actually didn't crave beef that much, which was nice. Um, but anyway, so chicken and fish poultry and fish which are my favorites basically now too and specifically my dad's chicken drumsticks that he would make 
those oh my god i craved those so much which that sounds so good and i'm starving right now so i might well i got some chicken in the fridge anyway now you got me starving thank you so much <laughs> okay next oh this is kind of honestly this feels like the most intense question um even though it's like not uh but it's what's your relationship with your sister like I think that most people would just do about anything to have a relationship like the relationship I have with my sister. It is mostly amazing and wonderful and we are very close and we think very similarly. We, you know, have the Sunnyville lands like she and I both go into this like dream imaginary world together, even still to this day, very easily. We're like twin flames, you know, um, but we're three and a half years apart and we were put in a career together at a very pivotal time in our lives. I was 16, she was 13 and um we were put in a, the Christian industry, the music industry, and it was like a pressure cooker on our relationship. And we were, and we did that until she ended up actually kind of quitting. Well, not, not kind of, but she ended up quitting our band um, in 2018. And I guess we had started doing music together in 2010. So it was about eight years. Um, and you know, as a lot of you probably have heard in different episodes, like that was kind of a, like that 2018 was like the biggest shift year of my life. Cause I got married the like first few days of 2018 and then moved down to apartment, had all these bills for the first time. And then my sister quit the band and I had to figure out what to do for like livelihood. And also my identity was rocked and it was like a whole big shift. And that like the catalyst it was the catalyst for like some of my the deconstruction of my religion because I was like I just came from this Christian industry that I gave my all and now I have nothing nothing to show for it nobody's there for me like I had a lot of people turn their back on me in that time and there was a big divide between my sister and I because you know she I with our communications like I was under the impression she was done with music for a while because um, she just needed a break. It was very, the Christian industry was like, you know, kind of traumatic for the both of us, but spe um, especially specifically for her. And she ended up coming out with her own music. And it's been like this journey of, you know, feeling like the rug was like pulled out from underneath me. And then there was a big family divide, you know, like there was a lot that, we ha we've had to go through and, and mend and it's been years and it's and it's like m those specific wounds of like music and the industry and family and sisterhood like those are mostly healed and healing like now but I'll say like those were some of the biggest wounds I think and I hope I will ever have and it's been, it's 2020, it's almost 2024 now. And, you know, all that happened in 2018, first happened in 2018, things like kind of 
progressed, got worse, got better, got worse, you know, over a couple of years. But now I feel like we really are the best point we've been. Um, but I do think that makes us closer in some ways. Um, I think in some ways when we were putting that pressure cooker of a career together and sold as a product, we had to mold into one singular person and dividing, separating ourselves from one another and coming up with our own identities was really difficult. Um, and I will say for me, it was probably, I don't know. I, I think it was probably more difficult for me because I'm a very one track minded person. And while, you know, Brooke, my sister would be writing music for herself, you know, like for fun and like whatever, while we were doing the band together, she had like that outlet. She would like play guitar and she would write music for herself and she would like, you know, paint or like do other artistic, have those outlets. And I was like, oh, I was very focused on like our career together. So all of my career and artistic mind, like all of that was like so pointed in everything that was our band that when it ended, I didn't, I didn't have any other things to fall back on creatively or career wise or anything that like sparked anything in me. And I think so having to like losing everything and then having to develop an identity outside of not just our music together, but like each other. And then I deconstructed my faith. So then I was like no longer a Christian. So like there are so many identity shifts that I think it's been it had taken a lot of time for us to to go our separate ways in a way and then come back together and figure out what that could be like. Um, and so again, back to your question, what's your relationship with your sister? Like it's definitely better than it's ever been. Um, but it's still, I mean, it's, we still fight. We still have complications. Like um, there are times when there's literally nobody else in this world that annoys me more, you know, like, but also there's like nobody that I know is going to like be there more at, at the same time. So it's like, it's just, it's having a sister, you know, a sister that you're really close to and that you had a career with. It's complicated. But like I said in the beginning, I think a lot of people will do a lot of things to have the type of relationship I have with her. So that answers that, I think. <laughs> okay, I think we have one last question. Yeah, we do. And it's kind of, it's funny. It's like kind of a one-off, but I did like it. Do you believe in past lives and why? So this is one of those topics where I feel like I know in my, in my soul, body, bones, DNA, like I know how I feel about this, but communicating it is very difficult for me because although I understand like quantum physics and I understand time continuums and I understand parallel universes, it's like speaking things out loud is not here. I am with a mic in my face and a podcast, but speaking things out loud when it comes to this sort of thing is not like it usually 
takes another person to help get it out of my brain. Um, but I'm going to do my best. So, you know, those things being said, quantum physics, time continuums and, you know, gaps in time and (laughs) splitting atoms and epigenetics, like those things I do believe in and they are like the core of what I believe. And so in a way, I do believe in past lives because I think on one hand, I believe that we all come from the same thing. Like we are all the same. I do believe we're like, I don't, again, I don't know how to explain this, but I think that my, like when I meet somebody, I I see myself in them and like I could be living their life in a different parallel universe. Like they, they are me. I think they're all me. I think we're, and then I'm them. (laughs) This sounds so kooky. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I just see that we are all one. And so because of that, in a way, I believe that everything's a past life slash future life. Um, and it also depends on the day because some days I really feel this way. And sometimes I'm just like, no, we're just human beings who are born. We go to the dirt. We die. That's it. Like sometimes that I'm like just I'm super atheist and I'm super like nothing happens after nothing happens before. It's just like whatever. Sometimes I'm like that. Not as often, though. Um, because, because I'm, I like to stay curious, right. And I like to like play with ideas of what could be possible. And I think those who are like, so nothing happens. It's like, that's just kind of boring to me. Cause I do think that there's so much that we don't know and can't understand. Um, and so I like remaining open to all possibilities. And, um, I do think like in a way, Like I've had experiences like with my grandmother, my dad's mom feeling like I'm a little bit her reincarnated in a way or that she's just very much with me. I was the first grandchild born after she died. You know, I have her middle name. I've been compared to her a lot. When I was growing up, people used to tell me that they thought my name was Maria, which was her name, and that I looked like a Maria and I don't know. There, there's just like a couple things. I was also due on her birthday. So there was just like a couple things have always been a couple things that made me feel like a kind of was a reincarnation of her. But I also just feel like her spirit is strong within me. And so I don't know if that like is like a past life type thing. Um, I do know that mostly past lives are to do with like I've lived I've lived mostly in this like some people believe you kind of like lived in this body already or in this like kind of experience, not even this body, but like you've lived with your consciousness in another time. And there was a season where I believed in that because I believed that Adam and I um, lived and, and were together in a time in like during like a world war and we were like in Italy and I was a painter and he was in the war. He uh, something, I don't know. There was like things going on, um, like that. And I felt that pretty strong. Um, and I've also had some personal intrusive thoughts and like triggers that, um, have to do with being like a single mom or like death of like car crashes or like that sort of thing that like really overwhelms me. 
with emotion to a point where like I, I have like little like panic attacks or will just like be in tears over things that have never actually happened to me, but they feel like they have also sexual assault is one of those things. Um, and so I don't know if that's something that is in my bloodline and it's just something I've experienced through, you know, my grandmother and things that she has gone through, um, or like any other ancestor has gone through and that's like in their DNA and their blood. And I like feel those things. That's a very high possibility. Or has this happened to me in another life? I don't know. Um, I would say I'm more, my belief mostly now has more to do with DNA and epigenetics and like body memory and blood memory than it is um, with past lives if that makes sense. But I do find that option fascinating. And I also don't like time isn't linear. And so really anything's possible. So I could talk about this forever, but not by myself because I could, I'm going to run out of things to say, but like with somebody else, like I'd love to go into this at some point, but, um, that is the last question. I love how full circle this whole conversation, (laughs) this whole episode has been. I hope you found it very interesting. Um, It's very fun for me to be able to just be candid here and talk and hang out with you all. Um, Yeah. So if you haven't already, please follow the podcast. Um, That way you get the episodes every week and you don't have to go searching for it. And it helps our numbers and... If you rate, give us a five-star review, and that helps us too. And share with friends. Do all the things. It actually means a lot, and it does help a lot. So if you found this interesting, save it, send it, rate it. Yeah. Love you guys. And until next time.